Welcome to Radio Free Culture from WFMU, where we examine issues at the intersection of digital media and the arts. My name is Cheyenne Homan, and in this episode, I spoke to Jared C. Baylog, a Creative Commons musician, about his music and where it's taken him. My name is Jared Baylog, and I write and compose music, and I also play a bunch of different instruments drums, guitar, bass, and last night I played the bell kit for the first time live. And I also sing. I pretty much have gone in a lot of different directions musically, from jazz to classical, grunge rock, shoegaze, indie rock, noise, glitch. I stick with kind of like the experimental and avant-garde type feels to my music. What are some of the names of projects that you've done? On the Free Music Archives, I have a handful of them. Um, my main one is my solo project. That's Jared C. Balog. I have Transatlantic Rage. That's a lot of glitch and noise and experimental stuff. I have uh, another project called Bad Night Moonshadow. That's a, a studio project with my wife. I just recently uploaded two of my current bands, Anacadia and um, Pink Hex. Why did you choose to start using Creative Commons licensing for your work? I thought it was an amazing way to get your music out there. I guess the old school way was, you know, burning a CD or recording a tape and sending it out via mail or snail mail. But with Creative Commons... I mean, you could really get your uh, music out there very fast. People use your music for podcasts, playlists, videos, animations, so on and so forth. So if you really want to get your name out there or your music out there, I think it's a, a great gift for musicians. I think Creative Commons really gives the power to um, the artist. You know, I, I feel like I'm a part of a, a great Creative Commons community. The people that are really involved in it, we all help each other out. You know, we all share each other's music. I think it's one of the best things I've ever been a part of, and I just hope it keeps evolving. Do you want to talk about any particular experiences you've had as a Creative Commons musician that you think are unique to Creative Commons musicians? There's some things that I would have never, ever imagined that would happen, like I mean, thousands and thousands of videos that use my music. I would have never in my wildest dreams have imagined that hundreds of podcasts and radio plays and like the Coast Guard used some of my music. I've worked with great artists. I mean, I've, I've met so many people from all over the world. Six, seven years ago, if somebody would have told me it, I... I would have laughed. I would have never, ever believed it. What are your thoughts on the future of Creative Commons? Like, where do you hope it goes? I, I hope they keep critiquing it, and I think the possibilities are endless. I mean, there's a lot of artists and bands that would never have been heard if it wasn't for Creative Commons, in my opinion. 
Yeah, what are your favorite, some of your favorite finds or connections you've made in that community? Well, I, w I would have to start off with the one musician or artist that I'm still friends with and we still communicate. And one of the main reasons why I found the Free Music Archives is um, his artist name is Lizette and um, he lives in Serbia. And I found the Free Music Archive through his works. And I think it was through Cerism Phonoethics net label. From there, it's just been kind of like a gradual evolution. I would say maybe since 2006. It's kind of like a continual flow of meeting people and new situations going on all the time. So some, some periods are a little slow and some periods are just really overwhelming kind of going through like a little overwhelming period right now. Yeah, would you say that you get a lot of traffic from Free Music Archive or do you get more from archive.org or Bandcamp or is it sort of just a blend? I would say majority is definitely Free Music Archives. I would say maybe 70%. Wow. Good maybe to I'm I'm just roughly estimating. I mean, there's a I have a a wordpress.org page, so mm -hmm. I get stuff through there. If people wanted to find more of your music online, uh, would you recommend that they visit Free Music Archive, or would you recommend they visit your personal page or your Bandcamp? I actually don't have anything on Bandcamp. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said you did earlier. Sorry. Yeah, I, I do. It's stuff that other people uploaded. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I think I've one track on there that I did, and I, I really didn't... Um, follow up with it same thing okay. with like reverb nation stuff like that mm -hmm. i really don't pay attention to but um i would suggest free music archives or my um web page i think on my web page i have more of the you know videos that are being used in podcasts and web commercials and radio plays i basically more usages of my music on my web page you mm -hmm. could find okay are there any tracks that you'd recommend if someone's looking to get into your stuff, like where they should start? Right now, like my band, Anacadia, you know, one of the the songs I guess everybody's digging is uh, Peregrine. You know, I have my other band, Pink Hex. There's one track on there we collaborated with um, saxophonist Jack Wright. So that's kind of, that's a really good track. But my main page on Free Music Archives is my solo page, Jared C. Baylog. And so I, I wouldn't know what song to recommend to start off. I would just say, just go and discover it, play a couple of songs. And there's a lot of different genres of music and styles. Some are kind of silly, some are real serious. Same thing with um, Transatlantic Rage or Transatlantic Rage Baylog. If you go to my solo project, all my um, project links are on the left-hand column. Mm -hmm. So if they, if they start off on my solo project, they could just kind of go from there. Cool. If they want to branch off to anywhere else, any of my projects. So. All right. Well, it was great talking to you. You too. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Radio Free Culture is produced by WFMU and the Free Music Archive, and is supported in part by a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts. Our theme song this week is The Spider-Man's Nano Loop by Uncle Bibby, and can be found at freemusicarchive.org. 
For more of Jared's music, visit alteredstateofmind.net. To conclude this episode, we're going to listen to two selections from Jared's solo project, A Quick Hello and Equal Value, Ode to a Squirrel. Enjoy. Enjoy.